All right, everybody. Hello and welcome to STC Pod, your start to continue podcast. This is episode, I don't know, I want to say 179-ish, maybe? That's probably right. Um, I'm excited to announce uh, I have a special guest host come on today because Joe is abroad. He is missing. Hashtag where's Joe? But what a lucky guy I am. Because I have a YouTube sensation. Uh, he's <laughs> responsible for one of the most charming. And, uh, you know, you just can't help. You have to watch this channel as soon as it is updated. The Q, the Mighty Q-Dog channel. I have the one and only Eric, the Mighty Q-Dog. Eric, how's it going, sir? Hello. Thank you. Well, that was quite an introduction. I got to oh, tell you. That, no, not really. You flatter no. us. Really. <laughs> You are, uh, you have this channel that, um, I don't know, it just, uh, it, it melts with charm and grace and, uh, <laughs> okay, thank you. It's great. Uh, you know, and when everyone first stumbles upon it, they, you know, they probably go, what, what is going on here? This husband and wife team talking about video games and stuff, but guaranteed they will not be able to, uh, turn, turn it off or not come back to it because you guys have this natural charm that um, is unique and is great. Congratulations on your channel. Well, okay. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's a lot of fun to do and we'd like to get some other content up there, but uh turns out it's really easy for us to stand in front of the camera for five minutes a week and just yammer about what we've been doing. Right. You're talking about in the Q dog house, which is a weekly yeah. five minute, I guess uh, the kids call it vlogs. Is that what the kids <laughs> sure. call it nowadays? Yeah. And so for five minutes, you guys get up there and tell us what you've been doing for the week. And it's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. So uh, I notice on the bottom of your channel, you have this banner because you guys have a milestone for for your channel. What? How long has this been going on for? Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, we we started the channel in 2013. Um, and uh, it was just right after the first uh, Portland Retro Gaming Expo we went to. So we, we, we had been watching people on YouTube, and we're like, well, why don't we throw something up and see what happens? And so we did a pickup video, and, and that was in 2013. And so this year or each year towards the beginning of the year, I like to adjust the artwork a little bit. And I thought, what the heck not? Why not just throw a 2013, 2018 thing on there and kind of celebrate that this will be the fifth year that we're on uh, on YouTube. So. So when you guys first started out, uh, what was your frequency of videos then? And was it, were you thinking you'll just do it once and maybe next year or? Well, no, yeah, we, we were, we did the expo and then I had a, a pickup an Atari 5200 uh, bundle that I got on Craigslist. So we did that. And then I started doing some collection videos and I had aspirations to do, you know, reviews or something, something more, but I wanted to kind of ease into it and so we just kind of did stuff that was easy in our collection and give people a background on us so um we did that for a while i tried to keep it to like every other week doing one every other week and then as we got into the cartridge club we wanted to have a way to kind of reach out to everybody and talk about our experience with the club and let people know what was going on with us so then we started the q dog house um i think that was in 2015 so we've only been doing that uh i guess two a little more than two years now uh, and then that became a weekly thing. That's why it's it's five minutes. It's real quick. It's no no editing, nothing. It's just what we do off the cuff. I, and it's actually, 
we've kind of run out of collection videos to do. So I'd like to get back to doing some more content, but I don't want to stress over it either. I do YouTube for fun. So it's whenever the, the mood strikes me. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, back in the day when you started the weekly show, there was another vlogger out there that used to do a weekly show. Mm -hmm. Whatever happened to that guy? You know who I'm talking about? Well, I think you're talking about J-Rock. <laughs> Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we Obviously, yeah, we took inspiration from J-Rock. He was doing his Between a Rock and a Hard Place, or I think that's what he called it. And, and uh, he initially started at five minutes, and then they got longer and longer. So we kind of told ourselves we would stick to use a timer and stick to five minutes. Mm. I, I don't know. J-Rock, we need him back. He's a... He's he's the real he's a real personality. He's I miss his uh, miss his uh, presence on YouTube. Well, we should start a campaign. We'll start it right now. Grassroots campaign to get J Rock <laughs> back on the YouTubes. Absolutely. Like, come on. What else could he be doing? I don't know. What is he? Yeah. What's he doing? Just sitting there. Come on. Get that content down. Come on, J Rock. So, uh, I guess we should talk about uh, the elephant in the room that there's no angry Canadian Decepticon uh, grunting and making noises on this feed. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for being so prompt, uh, showing up to our scheduled <laughs> time. That was a breath of fresh air. In fact, you were tapping me on the shoulder to get going even before our scheduled appointment. Oh boy. That's a change of pace. So that was cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, I knew Joe had some vacation time coming. And, uh, I think we talked about it in the show a little bit, you know, he went on that boys weekend with his, with his rich crowd to that exotic chalet on some forbidden Island somewhere. His boys weekend. Yeah. 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 And I think that was part of this, uh, this, uh, he's a wedding crowd that they were invited to. And he was kind of inserted into that group and told these are his new friends. So he had this wedding to get to and it's uh a destination wedding oh so that's where he is at he's doing uh this wedding thing wrapped up uh, his whole family threw him on a private jet and uh <laughs> they are somewhere tropical do you know where or is it uh is it a secret uh is it a secret uh, for the uh, listeners here i know it's uh it's it's warm okay uh, he wouldn't allude to it too much but uh. You know, I think uh, it's Rick Branson owns some island somewhere, right? It's something like that. So I think it's a Branson property. Uh, you know, he had a private jet and everything. So, yeah. yeah I don't got, know if I can tell if you're serious or not. <laughs> he's got, you know, they have those those beautiful floating villas that you rent out where your whole floor is glass bottom and you see the swordfish swim underneath and stuff. Okay. And uh, he has a butler set up his fishing rod out the back deck for him and set his hook for him. Yeah, something like that. Something modest. Something like that, yeah. Something modest. But anyways, I knew this thing was coming. I didn't know the details. I thought it was just a weekend thing because he kept saying how he had, I got no money. I got no money for this. I got no money for that. I got no money. So I thought it was a weekend thing. He was like leaving on a Thursday, coming back on a Monday. And then last week I said, so with... You going away for the weekend? What's what are we recording next week? Well, we're not recording next week. I'm going to be gone. <laughs> what? Really? You're just telling me we're just getting this out in the open now? 
You knew. You knew what I was doing. <sighs> okay, so what are we going to do? Well, we just don't do one. We just don't do one. Hmm. Now, that can't be. That can't Come be. On. What is the one piece of advice that Mark Marin told us personally? He said, always be consistent. So I don't think STC Pod has missed a week yet. No, now, I don't think so. We've had a couple reruns and we've had a couple uh, stand in guests, stand in hosts, but mm -hmm. uh, we've been there. So I thought, Joe, you do your private resort weekend with Branson and Virgin Properties. And uh, I will look after things because it's an opportunity for me to reach out and grab someone as special and star studded as Eric. Oh, thank First you. Happy to be here. We're thrilled, actually. Yeah. Well, I know you are the most in-demand member of the Cartridge Club community at this moment. And uh, I knew you, I had to get you on the SDC before anyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I've, I've, I want to tell you, I got a couple of, couple of podcasts coming up. So you guys are first. Well, you know, we are always first. And then people kind of catch our drift and jump on board and do what we do. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's been going around, hasn't it? You know, I have to get out there first. So very happy to have you yeah, and, uh, oh, and your lovely wife, Melissa, where's, where's she at? Where's the lovely and talented Mrs. Q doc. She is out. The kids have, uh, the kids have uh gymnastics tonight. All three of them. Uh, they go from, they go from uh, five thirty to seven thirty, and uh, she stays with them, and uh, that's where they're at. So I, I got the house to myself. Oh, I was wondering why I didn't have any clothes on. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you, you got to take advantage of these times, you know, when no one's around. You know, I live with uh, three daughters and a, and a wife, so yeah, absolutely, clothes are coming off. <laughs> and you're using the bathroom with the door wide open. Wide oh yeah. Open. That's a freedom that uh, <laughs> you don't appreciate until you're uh, you got the kids around. Absolutely, I never, uh, you know, having to lock the bathroom door and didn't really ever have to do that until you have a toddler. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. They don't leave you alone for a minute. They don't yeah. leave you alone. So yeah, no. gotta get those doors locked. Up. Happy to have locks. Uh, so, so what are the ages of the kids? Uh, my eldest is 10, and then I have my middle daughter is 8, and my youngest just turned 6. So uh, they're still, they're still, I still feel like I have, you know, a toddler. She's she's getting bigger, you know, and, and my 10-year-old, you know, she's practically a preteen, at least uh, in terms of uh, her attitude, uh, her demeanor towards me and everything like that. She, uh, Trouble. You know, I, don't, I don't know anything, it turns out, and. But uh, it's it's great. I love having kids. So you just don't know anything. At least you're not an asshole yet. That's when it really. <laughs> no, I no, I haven't been called that yet. But it's it's not far. It's not far. I mean, look, she's gonna learn it one way or another. I mean, it's just, it's true. So she'll she'll figure it out. But uh, uh, she hasn't uh, gotten up the nerve yet to call me that to my face. Anyway. Uh, see, there was a. You said, look, everyone have a drink right now. This was an observation I had a couple shows ago. <laughs> Americans in conversation say the word look quite a bit. Is that right? I said look? Yep. Okay. Yep. 
Now look, that's fine. I just find it curious. That's all. I will. Uh, I'll try. I'll see. I'll see what I can do about saying look, but uh, probably it'll slip out. I uh, I was I almost had to reach out to you and push this back by half an hour because I completely forgot that I had my daughter's uh, volleyball practice tonight, and that would have pushed us back a little ways. But uh, because we're in a snowstorm right now, for some reason. When it's snowing and blowing and whiteout conditions, the practice got canceled, so we were okay. out of time. Well, I don't know. I'm sorry to hear that the practice was canceled, I guess. It would have been okay to push it back, but then uh, the kids would have gotten home and we'd have had to clean up, uh, not been able to be as free as uh, as we can right now with the kids gone. As free. As free. As <laughs> free, yeah. So what has been going on? What Have you been... Uh, checking out any of the last week i had a massive uh, string of uh tv and movie titles everyone should check out did you take any of my recommendations well i took uh we saw the uh this was a coincidence actually we saw um oh what the heck is it called the house right the will ferrell and amy poehler movie we had we had just watched that so um to be honest with you, no. That we saw the house, and we saw. You can be um, honest. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can be honest with you. I'd, I'd really like to be honest with you, Bill. So, um, we saw uh, what the heck was the other? Oh, the League of Their Own, a League of Their Own, and that came from the recent uh, retro film Dango, or that other podcast that does, uh, right? That does does movie. Uh, movie things but uh melissa i i enjoy that movie you know melissa she wasn't sure she'd ever seen it so i told her well grab it from the library and we watch it and uh, I, I really enjoyed watching that one again too and i thought the house was funny uh we were we were laughing out loud i mean i like will ferrell and you know there were quite a few people on that movie that were from old parks and rec uh you ever see that show did you watch parks and rec a little Maybe bit i dabbled in it yeah yeah there were quite a few people that had made appearances on that show that were in that movie uh, so, um, it was almost like a parks and rec. I mean, it wasn't a reunion cause some of the main cast members weren't there, but I enjoyed the movie, uh, well enough, you know, no, it's yeah, it's true. Glossed over. They glossed over stuff, but, uh, that's what we were watching. I was fine with that in that comedy situation. You don't have to dwell on the details. If you got jokes to go for, it's like yeah. uh, an airplane movie or something like that. Just go for the jokes at that point. Yeah. yeah. It's a screwball. Yeah. So it's fun. And it was a nice mature title, which was, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, um, I just wrapped up the Punisher series on Netflix. Okay. Is that yeah. something you're uh, going to get into? Well, I don't know. You know, I'm feeling overwhelmed actually with all these, uh, superhero Netflix, you know, we watched, what was it? Jessica Jones season one. Now season two's out. There's daredevil. People recommended there's the Punisher. I think agents of shield. I can't keep track of them all. So chances are we're probably not going to watch it. We might go back to Jessica Jones. But hmm. Tell me. I mean, tell me about it. Sell me. Sell me on the Punisher. Well, I would I would get your Daredevil in for sure, and then you can sail right into Punisher if you want. You don't need to watch uh, the Defenders or any of those other, you know, uh, Iron Fist or anything like that. Do Daredevil slide right into Punisher, and you'll have a great time. It's um, Joe would like it because it's very dark. It's very dark. <laughs> cool. All right. 
humor absent, although it does creep in here and there. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's not, I don't want to say it's balls out action because it isn't. It's well thought out and character driven. Yeah. Uh, starring the guy uh, from, I know him from Walking Dead. Uh, you know, Rick's buddy there. Uh, Shane. Sorry. Shane okay. from Walking Dead. Okay. And, you know, he's sometimes his acting can be a little bit, uh, a little bit over the top. He can be like, just comically angry at some point because he's breathing so hard and he's trying to be angry. He's like, he's like even eating breakfast angry. It's like everything's angry. I'm so angry. Yeah. But okay. uh, otherwise, it's a good. Uh, I was really happy with the series. It was really good. I don't know. Is, is this the first season? Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, in, he appeared in the Daredevil. So that's why I'm saying you got to watch the Daredevil first. Uh, and then uh, he has his own run. And okay, it was good. I fully recommend that one. Right. Uh, I don't know if you were you a big Punisher fan in the comics. I don't know anything about it. No. Oh uh, well, he's a guy, ex-military guy whose uh, family ends up getting killed, mm-hmm. and that's why he's so angry. Yeah, yeah. And uh, of course, he goes on the vendetta to, you know, avenge his family and all that. And I guess in the comics, that's his starting point, and he goes on to either fight crime or be a tiny part of it okay. in the comics. But this one in the series, he's trying to uh, tie up all the loose ends on his family and yeah. Uh, yeah, get revenge punisher style. Yeah. All right. And I finally, uh, the Santa Clarita diet has started again on Netflix. So I noticed I yeah. that up. Did you watch first season? No. Whew. Sorry. Sorry. Jeez. I know. I know about it from you guys. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and I saw it coming back all of a sudden. I'm seeing it in my Netflix feed. So it's like, okay, that's back. You might as well throw it on. They're just little half hour, really funny, entertaining uh, episodes. Okay. Uh, it's with Drew Barrymore and yeah. uh, not Josh Dumal. Not Josh Dumal. No, the other guy. The other guy. That's yeah, I not, know who you're talking about. He's not Josh Dumal. Super funny. They have really great chemistry together and they can riff back and forth really quickly with the dialogue, with the funnies. And, uh, she ends up being undead Mm -hmm. yet. They want to try and, uh, you know, keep her as close to humanity as possible to keep their family together. Yeah. While she, you know, has the urge to murder people and slaughter (laughs) them. And it's all done with hijinks and funniness. And they have a daughter who's, who's very quick witted and you know, it's funny and every, you should check it out. Santa Clarita yeah. diet. Season well, yeah. two just started. You tell me it's a comedy and it's only a half hour. I could probably get into that. Bang them out. Yeah. Come on. You got to man. Yeah. Yeah. But we're watching, you know, we're into this West wing thing too, which is a drama. That's an hour long drama. That's on, that's on Netflix here too. So we've been listening to watching that and listening to the podcasts. West, are you are you like craving steadfast and confident leadership to watch or something? <laughs> you, you, I suppose you could make that that uh, that interpretation. Sure. Yeah, I, I really used to enjoy the show. Uh, you know, back when it aired, we never I never finished the whole series. So 
and we heard there are these podcasts, right? So we thought we would we would go through it. There, there's something appealing to me about watching a show about people who are uh, you know, competent at their uh, at their jobs, as opposed to just a bunch of goofballs all the time. But mm-hmm. it's been fun. It's been fun. Or uh, fun? Maybe that's not the right word. It, it's enjoyable. We we, we enjoy the show. I, I find it funny. Um, I think there's some good writing on there. So. Yeah, we'll see. But it, where you can't always be in the mood for that, you know. So, we do have uh, we do have a there's a portion, you know. There's a there's a place for a half hour comedy. So I'll run it by Melissa. I, you know, the, the best thing for me to do is to find something that maybe you know I'm interested in that she's not, because then, you know, I can watch it anytime. I don't have to be tied to her schedule. So maybe if she's not interested in Santa Clarita diet, is that what it's called? Santa yep. Clarita. If she's mm-hmm. not interested in that, I can pick that up. No, okay. I'm sure she will be. She'll love that. <laughs> no, she might be. Uh, Netflix has been, uh, they've been knocking out of the park. And of course, you know, I talked about Glow for a couple weeks there too. That was. Oh, really yeah. I forgot series. about that. Yeah. Is that and still available? I, I I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely, definitely should check that out. That's another one I was, yeah, it piqued, you piqued my uh, interest in that one. And it's not something by looking at, like for me personally, seeing the uh, the poster for it or you know, even the synopsis for it didn't look like anything I'd be interested in, but it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Netflix, my Netflix ended up getting hacked. You ever had this happen to you? No. Your your personal account got yeah. hacked? Yeah. Oh, no, what the heck happened? Yeah. I don't know how this happened. Um, I happened in my email that's attached to it. I got two emails saying your password's been changed and, um, I think your username's been changed Two emails anyways. And you get so many phishing emails from everyone pretending to be Netflix Yeah, that, you know, you're, they want you to click on it and then click on the link. Mm-hmm. So I kind of didn't think anything of it. I didn't think. I thought they were just phishing scams, but, um, when I went to log into my Netflix, sure enough, I couldn't get in. So I took it seriously. I opened those emails up and looked at them and they give you a phone number to call if you didn't do this. And I got through right away to customer service. They were really good and uh, very clear speaking person helped me out. And she said, yeah, sure enough. Uh, I, I, can 100% bet you've been hacked because now your language has been changed to Spanish and there's about eight different profiles now on your thing. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> I don't know how they could have, I don't know where they would have got my, how they would have found out a password or even found my profile or any, I don't click on any links in my emails. I don't do any of that stuff. Huh. I don't know. So I went no, and changed change my passwords and change my passwords to my email account that it was attached to. I haven't seen anything else happening, but, and I hate, I hate changing passwords. I I hate it. I am uh, desperately guilty of using the same password. Maybe I shouldn't tell the world this, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm, you know, I'm changing slowly, but yeah. how, How can I remember all these passwords? I know I'm with you. I uh, we I can't stand it either. You know my work too. They want us changing our passwords every ninety days. It's ridiculous. And then you yeah. can't use the last eight passwords 
So yeah, ours is the same. Give me a break. I can't remember all this stuff. I just go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and then start over at one again. Yeah. <laughs> That'll show them. So yeah, I uh I was out and about. I took one of the kids to a dentist and I wanted to check my hotmail account and tried to log in. I couldn't remember my password. So I already got stung by it mm. for the life of me. And now I'm like an old man. Like I'm like my dad. I've written my passwords all over this cork board in front of me. Don't know <laughs> what they go to, but <laughs> yeah, well, there, there you go. You know, just put random passwords up and maybe some of them are right. Some of them are wrong. And that'll, that'll stop people. Mm. But was there any long-term, any long-term effect to this Netflix thing? I mean, did they, any charges on your account or what happened? Yeah, she checked out everything. She said they never like upgraded or anything like that. So there were no extra fees and she just instantly changed it all back and okay. had me set up a new password and away I go. So did they ask you to verify who you were, that you weren't, uh, how'd they know you were the proper owner? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. I, well, if I have, it's. I don't know how they would verify. I mean, I could, maybe the number they, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm glad yeah. there's no, no damage. As a matter of fact, I, yeah, I didn't even have my phone number in there yet. Like that week I was telling myself, you know what? I'm going to add my phone number to Netflix as another layer uh, because I always forget my passwords and stuff. Yeah. And uh, that was when I first were, was unable to get in. So I don't remember how she knew who I was. Okay. Maybe that's how the culprits did it. No, that's curious. Yeah. I mean that there is a, there is a social engineering. That's what they call it. Aspect to this kind of stuff, right? Where you don't crack somebody's account. You, you pretend to be the account owner and you, you bother somebody on the phone long enough and they'll do, they'll right. do it. They'll do what you want. Uh, and that, you know, I guess they just hoped I wasn't an active Netflix user. Like I wouldn't notice that. You I wouldn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> But see, yeah, I would be like you. I'd know right away because I'd try to log in from my PlayStation or whatever, and it would it wouldn't work, right? That's what happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if they change the password, then my PlayStation is going to not log in. Yeah. I'd know. Yep. Yeah, I'd know. We 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 everything we watch is on Netflix. I mean, you you said it earlier. They they're killing it. They got so much content. We don't have cable. Well, maybe I shouldn't. You know. We don't have any paid service other than Netflix and we have an over the air broadcast, you know, antenna and, and Netflix, and there's more than enough content. Well, that's fine for you guys below the border, but of course everyone in Canada should have a uh, satellite or cable provider that they yeah, are sorry, sending funds to. It's yeah. just the better way to do things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah okay. I put my foot in my mouth there. It's the best way to get your product on your screen. <laughs> easiest everyone should do that ah yep so we should um i wanted to mention quickly i guess by the time this comes out if i manage to cut this show together uh, that's not my job so i don't know how it's going to come if mm -hmm. i don't know if there's going to be an intro i don't know if tiffany's going to happen <laughs> tiffany like better you. show up i'd like to give you tiffany yeah but yeah. Truthfully, if I'm doing it myself, am I going to put Tiffany on there? Could I bring myself to put that awful music on my show that I'm cutting myself? I don't know. 
No, I guess not. And <laughs> it's it's not you and Joe. So Tiffany uh, doesn't. doesn't uh, it would be appropriate if she wasn't on this episode. No, you are not a guest. You are a guest host. You are okay. elevated to the status. But well, I you... did want to mention, um, so this comes out Friday. Thursday night was the live broadcast of apparently the final CC Weekly from the Cartridge Bros of the Cartridge Club. Mm -hmm. And that, I guess, will be released sometime next week uh, to download or to watch on Twitch or YouTube or however they do it. Um, for some reason, uh, P1 and P2 are disbanding the weekly podcast for, I don't know, they're saying, are they saying forever? Wow. I know that uh, Sean is, uh, he's going on a sail. He's part of the Canadian Navy. So he's going to defend our sovereignty, sovereign tree, <laughs> sovereign tree. Uh, he's going abroad somewhere. <laughs> and uh, so he's leaving the reins in the hands of P2. And uh, so P2's just shutting her down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the way it sounds. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm, I was surprised that they were actually just shutting it down. Maybe, maybe someone will pick it back up. I don't know. I don't well, know. I, I didn't approve of this cancellation. Uh, <laughs> That paperwork didn't come across my desk. I didn't nope. sign off on it. Uh, I don't know. I would think if anyone wanted my two cents that, you know, maybe P2 should uh, welcome, uh, you know, a guest host every week, someone from the community and maintain the, the weekly presence. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I think he should get a new, get a new uh, permanent host. I don't know. He's got his, he's got his closet there now. He can set a microphone up in his closet, <laughs> invite someone, much like me and you are doing. That's right. And uh, let's keep the weekly thing going. Because yeah. we were going to look forward to, uh, you know, stories. Sean was going to come back P one every so often and regale us with stories from wherever he's shipping out to. That would have been exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They were gonna. They were supposed to record some kind of thing. Uh, were they supposed to record a number of episodes as he went into each port and then they were going to dole them out over time? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unless that's still happening. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I thought maybe thought we should get another grassroots uh, campaign going again. Keep weekly alive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, we're on the, uh, my channel and most of my channels on uh, cartridge club because of your grassroots effort. Oh, that was yeah. thanks to you guys that we got on the uh, on the channel there. Well, I'm sure you that was happening no matter what. Well, I'm sure. all I'm saying is that your grassroots efforts have a, have a good success rate, I would say. So, yeah, let's do that. All right. So we got a lot of campaigns to organize then. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Apparently we do. Yeah, all right. I'll let uh, Melissa handle it. So I guess, you know, since we got the mighty Eric on, we should find out some stuff about him. I thought, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if people want to hear about me, Bill. I'm fascinated by, yeah, come on. Where did, where did Eric come from? Start us off or in the early days. Where did I come? You mean the name or, my, or where? <laughs> no, I, uh, well, we're from Illinois. Both Melissa and I are from Illinois. We're from around Chicago. So, uh. I don't know, you know, 
I guess we're my grandparents moved in and that's where they ended up moving to. So that's, that's where we're from. Where did you mean they moved to from where? Uh, Germany, Europe, ah. Polish. Melissa's got Polish. I'm my got Polish. So Europe, they moved, uh, they moved to the Midwest, I guess. Chicago has got a big Polish community. So, uh, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Irish also. So, uh, that's where we're from. Yeah, there's a big Polish community here too. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, young lad, somewhere near Chicago, growing yeah. up. Suburbs. Just growing up in the suburbs, you know. Not on a farm, but there were cornfields around. <laughs> uh, suburbs like uh, houses close together. Well, you know, they, uh, compared to where we are now in Oregon, no, they they were they're they're pretty good. We had pretty good yards. I mean, it wasn't it was a suburb, it was a development, um, but we did have yards, you know, big enough to play in or whatever. They weren't they weren't real crowded together. I feel like Oregon's real crowded. Um, it's hard to get you know it's hard to get a good sized piece of land out here. So, but yeah, nice you know nice nice just a nice suburban area. I I, I really loved the neighborhood that I grew up in. It was. Uh, you know, it had a had a pool, a neighborhood pool, neighborhood uh, little park that we used to go to. There was a hill that, when you know, it snowed in the winter, you could you could take your sled down. There was a little bike path running through the neighborhood. So hmm. I, I lived on my bicycle, man. We were we were my kids. They don't they don't care. But I I was on my bike. I was all over the place. That was, that That's was true. Kids don't care about the bikes nowadays. No, no, right. they don't. And man, you needed a bike when you were a kid. Oh yeah, that was our freedom. We were I was all over on that thing. That was my life. So yeah, it was it was yeah, it was a nice place to live growing up. So how far uh how far out from the house would uh, the folks let you traverse on the bike before it was out of bounds or were they wow. just come back for dinner? Enjoy. They, they you know, it was I don't even know if they knew, you know. We 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 didn't go outside the neighborhood too much. Uh so I don't know how big it was. It couldn't have been more than a mile. A mile. It, it must have been less than a mile, all told, the, the total distance. We we pretty much stayed in the neighborhood. Um, it was a pretty big development, though. So, and and we didn't tell you know they they don't they didn't always know how far we were going. So, I know I remember when they first put in that bike path. It was gravel, you know, and I'd get in trouble because they'd look at my bike tires and there'd be the the white gravel dust all over the tires, and they knew that I had been out, you know going out too far but then they paved the thing they they put asphalt on it and so they couldn't tell so was they they would kick us out of the house you know it was it was those were the days you know it was like my mom would kick us out and you know she didn't you know stay outside for two hours you know we would do whatever we'd go off on our bikes or whatever and it was a lot less uh certainly uh melissa and i are uh, for whatever reason more protective now we want to try to keep an eye on our kids we're just now letting them ride off a little bit down the street, but mm -hmm. it wasn't and anything wild. Were you fighting with, with the parents? Like, well, uh, listen, mom, according to my spreadsheet, I was outside for five and a half hours yesterday. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't have a spreadsheet, uh, as a, as a young lad, but, uh, yeah, we'd probably fight, you know, we wanted to come in and play, uh, you know, we were into video games back then too, right? We had the Atari, so we, we wanted to come in and play play Atari games or do whatever, you know, and they'd kick us out of the house and we'd 
the thing is, is after like five minutes of being outside, we were, we were, we were fine. Right. It's like, Oh, we found something to do. You know, it wasn't a big deal. So, mm. so yeah, no spreadsheets though. <laughs> and was your school uh, fairly big? Oh, I don't have Mike. I had um, about 60 kids in my grade. Uh, there were two classes of 30. Uh, so it, well, I don't know if it was big. I think it was a pretty typical, my city wasn't, you know, my city wasn't too big. Um, there were three, uh, grade schools and my, my particular grade school had 60 kids in each grade. So, um, were you, uh, were you a particular religious family? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we were raised Catholic. Like every, uh, every Sunday. Uh, no, no, not every, there were periods of time there where we weren't, you know, we weren't going all the time. And then I, I recall this, this one period of the stretch of time where my, my parents were making us go every week and it was, we could just expect it. And so they've, they've definitely, uh, they've definitely increased their, uh, what do you want to call it? Their faith, I guess, since they've, uh, they've gotten a little older, hmm. but, uh, but yeah, yeah, we were raised, you know, we do the Sunday school thing, although it was mm. it wasn't Sunday, it was on Wednesday nights. We we'd go to the religious education and do all that stuff and I, I didn't think too much of it. You know, there were a bunch of kids in my class who did it and you know, we just it was just part of the thing. Was it uh, like for the Polish kids? Was it for the Polish kids? Yeah. No, no. I mean, I I don't think that the I don't think that our our particular city was was Polish necessarily, but uh, I don't know I don't know what their uh, what their nationalities were. I'm sorry, it was a it was a bunch of us. No, because we got like a Sunday school that's just for the Polish kids, and then there'll be a regular Sunday school, and there'll even be like a, a Sunday mass that's all in Polish. That's oh how, no, that's no, how much of like the that. Polish community there is here. Wow. What about uh, they get you up on the altar? doing the serve server. yeah i was an altar server yeah nice yeah that uh yeah that was okay i only did that uh, i only did that for a couple years it used to drive me crazy because my parents they wouldn't drive me i'd have to ride my bike <laughs> so i'd have to hop on the bike you know at 7 a.m on a sunday morning and head over to the church and it was right outside the neighborhood it was right right on the edge of the neighborhood so i'd take the bike path and head over there and do my thing and that's I wasn't that's, particularly good at it, but uh, I don't think the I don't think the priest liked me very much because I was always making mistakes. Mm. Well, that's that's extra heaven credits for you, right? There. Yeah, I, I suppose so. I too, I did my servitude. I did a few years in the service. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I didn't mind it at all because it got me out of the pews, sitting there staring at the ceiling. That's it got true. me up doing something. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, work my way up the ladder. So I got uh, full seniority. I'm the, the lead altar server. And, Is that right? Uh, could boss the other people around. So that was good times. And it's like you're up on stage there, you know? So <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So that always life, made me nervous, but life's always better when you're up on stage. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So what about when Eric goes to uh, high school? Is he see the street tough trying to oh, make it no. good or? You know what I was in high school. No, I you don't know. know. <laughs> no, I was a, no, I was a, I was a nerd. I hang out with the nerd group. Uh, tried to do, I, I did, I tried to do some athletics. Not, not very much. I was in track, 
but uh, never did football or basketball. Don't have the skills for that. But uh, I just, yeah, I just, you know, did my, uh, well, you know, I'm an engineer now, right? So I did my my math and my science stuff and uh, tried to join track, stay doing some active stuff there. And I don't know. I, I enjoyed high school. I, you know, I, I was okay. I, I, you know, I wasn't really bullied or picked on or anything. I got along with people. So high school was an enjoyable time. I, I, I mean, yeah, there's the stresses that people have in high school, but I don't, whatever, you know, I had friends. It was fine. Good times. I have fond memories of high school. No, I wasn't. I was no tough. What did you say? Tough? Some kind of tough? No. <laughs> no, no, no. No, that's good. I got to say, I was middle of the road, too. Exact middle of the road. Yeah. Um, but, you know, aspirations of being cool or thought of being cool. Well, like sure. I, yeah. I had a, I customized my locker, you know, put in my own shelving unit in there and, uh, brought a stereo a cassette stereo to have in there and i'd blast some classic acdc tunes from in there down the hallway and try to be that cool kid didn't really work so much but you know it was good times well yeah i imagine yeah you you, you got got good taste in music i'm sure you you had a lot of friends uh because of that right Mm. you find people with similar musical tastes yeah, I yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um cassettes. Man. Well, what sure. You, I mean, what were you uh rocking on the cassettes back then? Oh. Well, the first cassette I ever bought was Michael Jackson's Thriller. I remember that. But I was never into the I I never got into the uh heavy uh the ACDC or any of that stuff that that didn't come until a little later, but what else did I have? I don't know. Um, you had Chicago. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Have, no, I didn't have Chicago. Uh, I had, uh, I had police, which I know you're not, a, not a huge fan of. Got a police. I had thriller. I didn't have that many cassettes. The hell else did I have? Ghostbusters. I had the Ghostbusters soundtrack. Well, sure, yeah. That's that's not really. That was just what the hell. That was just for you know because I like to. I like to. I well, what was your first when CDs finally came? Do you remember what that first CD was? Yeah, yeah, I remember my first CD. I, I saved up for a long time to get that CD player, and uh, now I got it when I was in high school, and I got. Um, I was in the choir. I used to, I was in the music program. So I was in the choir. And so we were, we were into musicals then. And so the very first CD I ever got was the uh, Broadway version of Les Mis. Les Miserables. Okay. You so, can yeah, jam after that. <laughs> I don't know. Joe, or son of a, Bill, I don't know if this is a path you want to go down. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Les Mis, absolutely. And, uh, I, yeah, I uh, that was yeah. I, I used to. I, I haven't listened to that in years, but yeah, I enjoy the musical there. And were you uh, an early adopter, let's say, on the CD, or uh, had it been I around for? I don't think so. It had been around. My brother had already had a CD player, so I, I can tell you. I mean, I got my CD player in 1991 in December. I got it for Christmas. I had saved up a bunch of money. <laughs> How I bought can this you pull that date. 
Well, because I because rem- I remember I was I had I was my junior year in high school. So now now I've dated myself exactly right. But my junior year in high school, I've been saving up all year. And so I was I was a senior in, in, in December of 91. So I, you know, but I had been saving up for a long time. Am I getting that right? Maybe it was 90. Anyway, it was one of the so I don't have the exact sometime my junior year, let's say I got a I saved up for this nice Sony carousel, five disc player. Oof. My parents got me. I hadn't had all the money yet, so my parents paid a little bit and got me the one I wanted, and then I owed them, you know, I owed them the rest. But uh, I didn't have anything to hook it up to. I had a cassette boombox, right, that had audio input. So for about a year, I had this nice CD, carousel CD player hooked up to a, a little crappy portable uh, boombox uh, as the speakers. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I uh, So I don't know if that's an early adopter. That was 90, 91. Uh, hmm. yeah, I, I got my first CD player. I think I went on a trip with a friend and his parents and they were going stateside. So yeah, you could buy things at like, especially electronics, half price if you took the trip across the border. So I went with them. I barely remember anything because I have a terrible memory, but I do believe that was the time I got a CD uh, like uh, Ghetto Blaster with a cassette player. Oh, yeah. And uh, Magnavox. It was a Magnavox. Okay. And uh, at the same that same trip, you got to make it all happen when you're across uh, the border. So I also picked up my Sega Genesis at that time. And nice. I I think I'm fuzzy on this, but I think we'll have to maybe check the dates. I don't know. The first CD was uh, the Metallica Black album. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Good call. Yeah. And then at some point after I got my license and uh, I had a vehicle, I ended up buying uh, like a, a small compact pickup truck off my father, a, a Chevy S10, and it had a crap stereo in it. And I really wanted a CD player for that. But, you know, uh, those in-dash CD players back in the day were massive amounts of money. So mm-hmm. I don't, like a Radio Shack or somebody put on, I think this was an American trip too. I think it was, it it was this weird standalone drive that you would install under your dash and uh, you hook that up to your speakers or into your stereo system somehow. And uh, yeah, it was a standalone thing. And so that got me CDs in the truck and that was, that was like heaven right there Mm -hmm. for cruising. Although every, the tiniest little bump of course would skip. Cause this was the early days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember those days, the disc man's, the Walkman things with the, the, they'd have the memory buffer or whatever, the anti-skip buffer to keep them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. And this thing would freeze up in the winter. You would be driving with, you know, leaning right down underneath the, the console with your hand on the thing, trying to warm the thing up so you could start listening <laughs> to CDs. Is that right? Yep. Well, that's fancy. I I don't think I had a CD player in my car until like I don't know when. Bill, two thousand eight, hmm. like that. Well, I had a camera. I had an old ninety six Camry that had a cassette player, and it stopped. I mean, I put the little cassette thing in, you know, and hook it up yep. to my disc man to play the discs. But yeah, 
I didn't have we didn't have a I didn't have a new car until like oh eight or something in our, the minivan. It's in our minivan now. It's our minivan. Yeah, that's the way I rolled. <laughs> yeah. No, I I I definitely uh, did was early adopters on most things like that where there was yeah. a definite quality jump. Like uh, I think in the world of DVDs. I couldn't afford like a DVD player because they were crazy expensive, mm -hmm. but you could get the drive for your computer. Yeah. 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 And that would be like reasonable. That'd be like a hundred bucks or something. So I'd install that in the computer and then have like, cause the computer was several rooms away I'd have like 75 feet of cable going to a television. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's always workarounds. Awesome. Yeah. So your first DVD player wasn't a PlayStation 2 or anything like that? No, I wasn't into PlayStation until just a couple of years ago. That was a big no, one, yeah. Okay. Always Xbox and, uh, you know. Um, yeah, but we're skipping right over VHS. Do you remember yeah. the VHS machine coming in the house? Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember it. My folks, uh, we got one. You know, we got one. I think we were, I don't think it was early, but we were one of the first people that I think had one. And um, I remember my mom, my parents, it seemed like a really long time they were shopping for this one because my mom wanted one that could record, that had these fancy recording programs so she could record her her, uh, her soap opera. I remember her mm. talking about that. And oh, they wanted one that was portable. So they could. You, you plug in the number and it automatically uh, knows what the time and date was. Remember that? You looked in the TV guide for the the guide plus number or something? Oh no, I I don't know. I don't I don't think it had that even. I'm sorry. Mm. She had to go and manually do this whole there was a whole big fancy panel on the front and it had all these programming programming options. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was going to say it had uh, it was also one that it was in the, it was in the days was, my dad bought a camera with it, a video camera. And it was one of the ones where like half the VCR came unplugged and you'd have to carry it around with the yep. camera. So, uh, so yeah, we've got some home video that's uh, pretty, pretty old. Uh, but yeah, I remember the VCR. I remember the day I learned how to use it too. We were trying to watch Star Wars and uh, I figured out how to learn to use the VCR. So that was a, that was a fun day. But yeah, we used to rent, uh, we used to rent movies from a, a chain called National Video. I don't even know, uh, you know, I don't know how prevalent it was even in the U.S., but uh, everything was behind the counter. They had these brown boxes. Everything was in brown boxes, and you'd go up to them, and you'd tell them what movie you'd want, and they would, they'd pick it off the shelf behind them. So, yeah. What was the first VHS to, to break in the machine? What movie? I don't remember what the, the – the earliest movie I remember us renting was either – Flash Gordon or the Black Hole. Uh, Disney's The Black Hole. Hmm. And somebody was recently talking about that movie. I thought. Anyway, those are my earliest memories. I don't do you know either of those movies? Yeah, oh of course. I was just remembering though uh a VHS rental I brought home exactly like you're talking about, except for it wasn't Flash Gordon, it was Flesh Gordon. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> True story. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that it was, was very interesting. interesting. Yeah. 
You should see what his uh, ship was shaped like. Yeah, I can imagine. Okay. Yeah, I can imagine what it was. But, All right, uh, we're getting off track. I'm losing. I'm going to lose Eric soon. All my time's disappearing. This is too fun. We're having too much fun here. So Eric's uh, Eric's the big cheese in high school. He's no uh, rocking Amadeus and or uh, Lemez. Lemez. Yeah, yeah. I was rocking Lemez. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. You knew now. You know who I was in high school. Obviously, graduated top of the class. And then where did you choose yeah. to go to uh, university? Well, we went, I went to the University of Illinois, um, which, you know, that's my home state and they happen to have a good computer engineering program. Uh, and Melissa was there too. That's where we met. So it uh, worked out well, worked out well for me. So that was, what year was that? You say, uh, early mid nineties, we graduated so, in 96 and been university. With, with Melissa ever since. Oh yeah. Yeah. We started dating in high school, uh, in college and then uh yeah we stayed together after that she got a job i got a job out here and uh i, I got settled a little bit and then i asked her to marry me and then uh, she moved out here Boom. We've been together ever since absolutely it then went on to youtube fame together and sure youtube yeah fame yeah we're famous yeah but man like that so you've been with her a long time that's probably got to make you uh a melissa expert when you say Am I an expert on my wife? Uh, yeah. No. I think you're an expert. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> That's right, folks. It's another edition of SDC Pop Quiz. <laughs> Good Lord. Mrs. Q-Dog edition. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for this, Eric? Uh, no, I am not ready. You're not going to get in trouble for this at all. No, can't imagine. About it. Hmm. Well, okay. Let's see. What kind of questions can we have? Are you feeling confident? If I oh, wait a minute, are these trivia questions that you've already asked her the answers to or what? Listen, I, I know people. And, okay. Uh, I find out things. Okay. And, uh, you're pretty famous, so your Wikipedia page is pretty in-depth. Uh -huh. I don't know if you knew right. about this or not. So let's start off, I guess. Uh, um, where was the first place you and Melissa ever made Whoopi? Oh, come on. <laughs> now, see, I, I think you're trying to trick me here because I don't think you actually have these answers. You just want me to, uh, you, just want me to uh, you know admit things no no right? no no this is all legit this is the real this is trivia sdc trivia this is the real deal here's the first the real first question number one where was the first place you kissed yeah really i'm answering this yep okay if you can I, I guess that's innocent enough but if it goes too much further uh we uh we first kissed at the uh, engineering library at university of illinois you are correct. <laughs> I am correct. Yeah. <laughs> that is good. See, no problem for you, Eric. Maybe I'll answer one fake and see if you say, yeah, that's right. That sounds right to me. Well, All let's right. see. Okay. How did you lead up to that first kiss? Oh, God. Come on. <laughs> it's nothing salacious. It's a good move. 
it's a good move. That's all I can say. Well, we were, we were, the engineering library had a couple of pro, uh, like study rooms. So we hey, were baby. in there doing homework or something. Come on into the engineering lab. It was this beautiful new library that they had built. They had just built it. And so they had these gorgeous, you know, these really nice private uh, study rooms. So we went over there and we were doing our homework or whatever. And I, I think we were studying or whatever. And I, I went around and I, I think I gave her a, a, a back rub. Wow. That's two for two, Eric. Nice. Mm -hmm. I thought, I thought it might be right. <laughs> By the way, I agree with you. I love that move. I had a move in the study hall or the library where you'd get the lady beside you up nice and close. And if she needs help, well, you can't help but put your arm around her to draw mm -hmm. her in closer to show her what she needs help with. That's Absolutely. my move right there. Good move. Question number three. What's Melissa's favorite movie? Well, I think she would say uh, her favorite movie is Clue. At least that's her favorite comedy. I, I don't. I think that's probably her favorite movie, Clue. Or no, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll answer another one. She, now she's told me this in the past. I don't know if it's still her favorite, but if Clue is not right, then I'll say the movie is Heat. Good work. You pulled that out at the end. She said Heat. Yeah. Melissa's favorite movie is Heat. Uh, that's a half point on that. Put that in your spreadsheet. Okay. Question four, what's the first Christmas present you ever bought her? Christmas? First Christmas present. I think it was a watch. A watch? A watch. I know I got her I got her a couple of shirts for her birthday the first time, and then for Christmas, I think it was a watch. Mm. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> The first Christmas present you ever bought her was two long sleeve sweater type tops. Okay. Pretty ballsy going with the clothes. That's that's a tough yeah, one. I don't know. That's yeah, a I'm a dumb one. dumb kid. <laughs> what was this? Long watch? sleeve sweater type tops, really? Yep. Nah, I don't remember that. Okay. Was this a big blingy uh diamond encrusted watch? Uh nope. I don't believe it was. I believe it was a modest, probably some kind of metallic band that had been uh, coated. Oh, was it a swatch? No, 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 it wasn't a swatch. I don't remember what it was. It was just some some timepiece, some, some watch that I found that looked nice, looked like her style. All right, moving on. What was her favorite after-dinner drink on your honeymoon? Oh, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, her sister told us about this. Um and we liked it because it was sweet. We we both get them, and we were at this all inclusive place, so we just go up to the bar after dinner. It was a uh, amaretto and Seven Up. You got it. Never heard of it. Yeah, I had never heard of it either. But it's it's not bad. It's it's all right. It's sweet, so it's good for like a dessert thing. Okay, probably an easy one for you here. What's the name of the place you had your wedding reception? What's the name of the place? Oh, crap. It burned down. Willowbrook really? Ballroom. Hey, hey. wow. Willowbrook. Nails it. Yeah. That so was a good you, place. You partied that hard? You burnt the place down? Well, we partied hard enough that 15 years later, the place burned down. Yeah. <laughs> That's legendary. Yeah. I took, yeah. Uh, question seven. Hey, Eric. 
What <laughs> perfume does she wear? Oh, you're going to kill me. Oh, what the heck is I haven't bought her perfume in years. That's the go-to present. That's an easy one. Damn. It comes in. Can I go? Can I, can I be right back? No, no. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's, I think it's Calvin Klein or something. It comes in a pinkish box with gold trim. Well, it's, I think, I don't know what it's called. It's what you were doing leading up to that first kiss. It's romance. By romance. Ralph Lauren. Okay. Oh, Ralph Lauren. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. What was the name of the ice cream shop you would go to at college? Delights. Hey, wow. This is amazing. You got it. That's the perfume one that's going to get me, though. Nine. What part of your body <laughs> uh -huh. does Melissa wish you would groom more often? You know, Melissa probably kept this pretty PG for this one. <laughs> so she probably PG? said, because I only, I only, I only shave once a week my face. I only shave my face about once a week because I'm, I don't like shaving. I, I'm lazy. You're correct. She said your face. That means the rest of you is very well groomed. <laughs> well, it's yeah. Okay. Well, sure. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I gave up uh, shaving, you know, right to the bone ages ago. Always a pain because I get razor burn like mad. My yeah. beard comes in. The grain is like every which way. So uh, I Ugh, can't help yeah. but get uh, razor burn. Sorry. Hmm. No problem. I've, I got over it and I just let it grow. <laughs> what concert did you see together even though you had a big assignment to? Ooh. Uh, we went to a number of concerts together. I am going to say. You were sweating this, an assignment, though. Huh? You were sweating an assignment. Yeah, I'm going to say, because it's the only one I remember that she and I went to where we were, I was still in school. I am going to say it was a Hootie and the Blowfish concert. You got it. And for bonus points, who opened for them? Well, this I do remember. I was going to say it earlier. It was, uh, they might be giants. I am jealous of you. <laughs> Why is that? They might be giants are great. Actually, I think oh, you like they might be giants? That's yeah. Just, I'm legitimately surprised. They were they did a little outdoor concert outside of my work one year, so I did catch a couple of their songs live, but certainly not a whole concert. Hootie and the Blowfish. Well, well, that's not your. That's not your. That was that was Melissa's. Uh, that was your your, your makeout music. I I think you were going for there. Sure. Uh, what does Melissa think was your favorite top that she wore? In college. What, what does Melissa favorite? think that I think her favorite top is? <laughs> what does Melissa think? Yeah. Was your favorite top that she wore in college? Oh, good Lord. Melissa think that I think is her favorite top she wore. Must have. have. You must have really appreciated uh, what it was doing to the goods. Yeah, it's probably some V-neck, some white V-neck sweater. <laughs> you got it. Oh, my Lord. Beautiful. That's Jesus. embarrassing. 
You are a killer at this, Eric. Now, tell me about this V-neck sweater. What what was going on there with the V-neck? Well, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Uh, Question 12. Second last question for you. Okay, good. What is Melissa's new favorite breakfast place? Uh, I think it is the Long Bottom Cafe. He nails it again. Perfect. Great. Tell me about the Long Bottom Cafe, because I'm a breakfast guy. So tell me about this breakfast. Well, it's a coffee place. Really, really it's a coffee place. They brew their own, or they they, they roast their own beans. Um, she gets beans there, and then or the, the coffee beans there. And then uh, they do an okay breakfast. Uh, they have a... Uh, Look, I'm 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 happy with it. They got some kind of omelet where they throw like five different kind of meats in it, so uh, I'm I'm fine getting that. And uh, coffee's not bad. It's in this little out of the way, like almost like an industrial area. It's kind of weird, but uh, but uh, it, it's pretty good. It's, it's not too crowded. It's kind of small, so we've been I've been only been there a couple times. Potatoes are good. That's I don't good. Know it's it's a pretty good breakfast place. You need the you need to work out the potatoes at a breakfast place. You got to figure yeah. that out. Yeah, they do pretty good potatoes. Yeah, so it's uh, it's not a dive though. No, no, it's all fancy and you know all all modeled up and no, it's a fancy place. It's, no, it's that's not shame. a greasy spoon or anything like that. It's like a coffee shop that has breakfast. It's nothing better than that favorite dive you have that yeah. uh, is disgusting but can pull off an amazing breakfast. Right. Well, I think you, you might have already answered the last question. Um, so I might have to make up some of my own questions. But uh, question 13. Yeah, okay. Finally, what day did uh, you and Melissa get engaged? Oh, man. I ne- I'm always off by one on this one. Um, I think it was... Now, look. I'm always off by one. It was either February 11th or February 12th. Of 2000. It was February 11th. You got it. Okay. First pull. Excellent work. What was the story there, Eric? Come on. Was it massage again? No, 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 no. Uh, she, so I was living out in Oregon and she was in Chicago and, uh, I had been out in Oregon for about a year. Um, and so she, um, she'd come out every couple of, uh, maybe once a month to, to come visit me. And so over Christmas, I had gone back to Chicago, picked out a ring, um, it, and, and it was being made. And so the most interesting part of this story is that when she flew out, my mom gave her, you know, some stuff to bring to me. And in, in the package was her engagement ring. So she had carried her engagement ring with her, um, unbeknownst. I think she didn't know. And, uh. So she carried her engagement ring, you know, and then, you know, she was visiting me and she made dinner. I think it was the first night she had arrived on a Friday and she made dinner. And, and so, uh, I can't remember if it was before, during, or, or after dinner, I, I proposed to her, and gave her the ring and you know, she thought about it for a while and <laughs> came around uh, a couple hours later and said, yeah, why not? Nice. Well done. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, you only got one wrong. The perfume. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And half half score on the movie, but you did you kind of got in there at the end. All so right. 
I think we should go back to the whoopee questions now. <laughs> Where was the strangest place you ever made whoopee? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I have to think about it. <laughs> I have no idea. Nowhere strange. Nowhere strange, Bill. I, we're that's, not uh, that's one of my favorite game show bloopers. Was you, yeah. You want me to answer it that way? Yeah. <laughs> yes, no, please. That, but, uh, yeah. Uh, that's a okay. good one. Well, thanks for uh, being a good sport and participating in STC trivia. Well, thanks for throwing that on me uh, completely out of the blue. <laughs> That's how STC trivia works. <laughs> you did much better than Joe's Lord of the Rings outing. So, yeah, well, work. Um, before I let you go, though, there are some questions from uh, the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, not many. I think most people were too intimidated to. Uh, try to question you because you intimidated disinterested yeah i thank you no you would make them look too foolish with your knowledge so <laughs> they backed out uh-huh um, but i got a couple i think unless i'm missing a few you know i haven't been looking during the show but okay um from chris roberts that's the chris roberts from chris robertsing yeah he's kind of a big deal yeah oh yeah i'm i'm flattered would you say that your master system collection is in Joe condition? Joe condition. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think it is because uh, one, it's the games are opened. Uh, they are, they're, 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 they're sealed. They've been played. Uh, no, seriously though. No, I, I, they're all, I think they're in pretty good condition. There's a couple of dog-eared games, uh, dog-eared manuals in there, but uh but uh, it's in pretty good condition. I'm pretty happy with most of it, but I no, it's probably not in Joe condition. Uh, well, we let the listenership know who, who does not know that Eric is in possession of a complete Sega master system collection for the U S right? yeah. U S collection. US. Yeah. I just got that uh, last year, about this time last year, thanks to some people in the club and everything. Uh, James retro pixel got me my last game. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled now, to have it. You don't need to go crazy and continue that collection like VG Collectaholic with the, all the variants and the, you know all that. Are you planning that? No, well, I'm not planning it. I I would like to get some more of the imports just you know to have a variety. And there are a couple of variants. Uh, there are some blue label cartridges. I'd like to I, look. It's just collection goals, right? I'm not actively seeking them out, but if I see them, I'll, I'll grab them. I'm looking. It's true. Um, from uh, Sean Cartridge Bros, P1, how do you deal with dust in your collection or <laughs> on your collection? Dust. Which this well, is a question I asked uh, Dean from Round 2 Gaming when I met him in person. Or no, maybe it was o over the podcast because Dean has this intense games room. Yeah. Which has a billion things in it. And... Me, I just have a couple things, and it seems like everything is always covered in dust. So I couldn't mm -hmm. help but ask him, how do you deal with the dust? And he got upset, visibly shaken, and angered at me. <laughs> yeah? Why? Because he can't deal with it, or what? No, because uh, everyone asks him that. So he, oh. don't don't ask Dean about that. But, uh, okay. <laughs> no, Noted. he swears he doesn't have much dust, which could be true, living in the utopia that is Banff. <laughs> there is no floating skin cells anywhere yeah but anyways 
Eric, how do you deal with dust? Well, in our house, we got enough people around that, uh, yeah, there's dust. Um, I guess the primary way is that most of my cabinets have doors on them. So not much dust gets in there. Um, and if they do get dusty, they get dusty. I, I have dusted them off when I was putting them in there, and uh, most of my stuff is in cases, so it's a quick swipe across the uh, the top of the box, and then the, in they go. But uh, it's, it hasn't been a huge problem, to be honest. Kids, kids yep. are coming home. Everybody's getting home now. But surely, yeah, not everything is in cabinets for you. Like you got eight billion vinyl or uh, amiibo. Those amiibo scourge. Oh yeah, flag of amigo amiibos. Are those they still are dusty? There? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're up there. Those are probably dusty. But they're in the boxes. So again, it's just a flat surface. Just. I want and I could just wipe them off and they're all stacked on top of each other. So really it's just the top, the top, uh, I suppose there's dust on the front. You know how dust gets, you know, it'll stick to plastic or whatever, but yeah, that stuff's probably dusty, but it's way up on a shelf. So I don't notice it. Actually, this reminds me of something I wanted to talk to, to you about, um, from my own standpoint, I was wondering, I don't, I don't remember if you said you did this or not, but you had a concern about, you know, sun coming through your windows. Yeah. Did you apply the UV film to your windows? I did. Is that a tough job or do you have to hire someone for that? Well, we bought this stuff on Amazon, a couple of films, and then they told you to, uh, you know, lay it out, let it, let it flatten itself out. And then you take some soapy water. Now I don't know why it has to be soapy. I, I, I can imagine why maybe it keeps bacteria or mildew from growing. You take a little bit of soapy water. I sprayed it on the window, and I, I laid the stuff out there, and it's peeling off in the corners a little bit, but it hasn't come down, and it's been up there for about two two years. I did it myself. It, it only took you know cutting it to size and, and putting uh, some soapy water in a spray bottle and uh, rubbing it down with a with a wet sponge. It, I hope it works. Uh, I do try to keep my stuff out of the direct sunlight, and the stuff I do have in direct sunlight are, um, you know, printed out. You you know, Universal Game Case. Uh, covers so if they fade i can just reprint them but mm. i can just today. see the, that film just turning into a disaster you know like you, you can't tint your own windows in your car that would just turn into be a disaster yeah well but these I, are I, tiny little windows i mean they're only like 15 by 15 inches that come in from the south so hmm. okay that's not, not a big my deal name. i'm looking into yeah i am concerned i hate I, sun damage really bugs me i hate it when i see it I, I bought a, I replaced one of my games uh, because the spine had been sun damaged. Right. But, well, I, I got some new furniture this year and mm -hmm. uh, I have one window where the sun will stream in for a short amount of time in the afternoon. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm daunted by that, that film. I yeah. just think it'd get all ripply. It's like putting a uh, screen protector on your phone, but a billion times harder because it's bigger. Uh, yeah, it could be, you know, you get yourself a plastic, um, a, 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 what do you call it? Like a putty knife, but a plastic one. So it doesn't scratch the, uh, the, the vinyl, uh, sheet you're going to put up. And, uh, I think you can get those air bubbles out pretty, pretty easily. All right. And finally, unless I'm missing something. And if I did miss your question, I apologize. Uh, from frantic society, Josh Leslie to Eric. <laughs> How do you maintain your incredible good looks? <laughs> Is he kidding? What are you talking about? 
Well, well <laughs> how can I possibly <laughs> answer that? I'm a middle-aged bald man who's overweight. <laughs> I don't maintain any good looks. I try oh, to keep my glasses. On. I don't even shave every day. You know what? Do you, what do you, I guess lowered expectations is how I I keep the uh, keep it going. <laughs> what can I tell you? I, I appreciate the sentiment, Josh, but uh, I'm I'm not kidding myself here. But yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, I hate to uh, get to this time. But we're, geez, we blew way over an hour. That just yeah, flew by. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Eric, for keeping you this late. Oh, of course not. No, it's early here. No, I had a great time. Thanks for, thanks for, uh, thanks for arranging this. I hope it's not too late for you. No, no, no. Just send uh, Joe your overtime bill, and we'll do. He can afford it. Right? He can afford it for sure. <laughs> uh, is there anything you want to let the people know uh, about what's happening? On the Q dogs, any uh, any plugs you want to do? Plugs? Well, no, not really. I mean, you can you can find my wife and I. We're on YouTube at the Mighty Q Dog Channel, and you can find us on Twitter, which is where we uh, we interact with a lot of the the community, especially the gaming community. And, uh, I don't know. We're you know, I I guess I'll say this. You know, I'll plug this. You know, we're going to be at the uh, Midwest Gamers Classic uh, Expo in uh, a week and a half. A lot of cartridge clubbers are going to be there, so if you're in the Wisconsin, Milwaukee area, uh, come by and uh, you know if you if you see us walking around, you recognize us, uh, say hi. Love to meet people at these things. Are you taking part in a panel? Oh yeah, I should mention that. Thanks. Yeah, the, the cartridge club is doing a panel uh, on how to uh, how to, I guess, uh, maintain or. Uh, expand a, a thriving community and i've been uh, asked i've been uh, very flattered to ask to be asked to be on this panel so uh really big uh, cartridge club folks uh p1 sean p1 is going to be on there musty rocket sauce dean uh, from round two gaming and and i will all be on a panel talking about the cartridge club so that's sunday morning uh 10 11 30 so come on by that's that's big news that's pretty exciting yeah i'm, I'm thrilled what uh, what do you got planned? Just lots of spreadsheets, or well, yeah, you know, I'll probably <laughs> whatever I can pack on a USB stick, however many spreadsheets. No, we're uh, we're going to be talking again, like about the community. So the things, you know, I have my little take. I you know, I feel like this is really you know, Sean and Musty and 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 Dean's, you know, and Ryan's domain more so than mine. They've really done a lot for the Cartridge Club community. Uh, I can give my take about, you know, what I got out of it and, you know, why, why, you know, why it's become, you know, such a big part of our lives. But uh, hopefully uh, those guys are going to be able to, uh, to really, uh, really answer some of the, uh, the good questions. They're really the drivers. Well, um, I, I know you will represent uh, the community well, so uh, thanks for doing Thank that you. and yeah. spreading the good word. And uh, thanks. I would like to extend a hearty thank you to Mrs. Q Dog, Melissa, for helping me out with the STC trivia. <laughs> she yeah, says this great. Is the only thing she's ever kept from you was uh, compiling these trivia questions. So is that right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Thank you, Melissa, for that. That was good times. And thanks, Eric, for sitting down with me for this amount of time for STC Pod. Absolutely. Thank you so much.
And uh, with that, uh, you know, Joe has a big spiel. I, I don't know what to say. Uh, you know, where to look for us. I mean, you must have that memorized for me, don't you? Oh, no. You're going to put <laughs> put me on the spot? Well, uh, let's see. Uh, you can find Joe at AC Decepticon on Twitter, at AC Decepticon. And uh, Bill here is at STC Pod. Uh, you can visit them on STC Pod. I think it's stcpod.com. And uh, make sure if you're buying your uh, laundry detergent, you check out their links through Amazon. Uh, they don't know what you're buying, but it kicks back a little bit to help uh, keep the show running, which we, of course, all want to want to see going. And uh, I think you've got an email. Is it stcpod at gmail? Uh, well, stcpodmail at gmail.com or start to continue mail at gmail.com. And uh, our YouTube channel is uh, called Start to Continue. And there's always... Well, there's sometimes some fresh stuff up there. Uh, should be a new video coming out uh, probably the same day this will come out. Another um, thrifter's quiz, but it's not that it's not that challenging this time, but there will be three items for you to decipher. Um, yeah, look for that. And on this topic of YouTube, I want to give a, a nice hearty shout out to the Transformers and Video Games YouTube channel. Uh, Transformers and Beer has a YouTube channel helmed by uh, Joe's partner in crime. That's M. And he's been pumping out like three or four videos a week to get this channel off the ground. And uh, he's not only done lots of, uh, you know, walking around shooting convention stuff. He's actually moved in front of the camera and introduced himself to the world, which wow. is a big step for those guys. So check that out. They're called Transformers and Video Games on YouTube. I guess that's it. Excellent. Good show. All right. Thanks so I, much, Bill. I will definitely uh, leave it in your corner to sign this puppy off. Thank you, Eric. Okay. Thanks again, Bill. And uh, let's post it and post it. If they ever